Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Captain's Zone with Sam Edmund. Well, round three of this new AFLW season kicks off tonight when Geelong hosts North Melbourne at GMHBA Stadium. But there'll be plenty of eyes on the Collingwood Gold Coast matchup on Sunday because it marks the 50th game of Pi Star and Foundation player Brittany Benici. And Britt is with us this morning. Britt, welcome. Thanks for having me. 50 games. Well done. And hey, it's been some journey in these 50 games as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think specifically the last couple of days when people start to sort of chat a little bit more about the milestone and start to ramp it up, you have a little bit of time to reflect and you chat to people about the past eight years and or the past eight seasons that have been and you understand sort of how far the game's come and how far you've been able to come as an individual and it's a nice little opportunity to reflect, I think, and yeah, it's pretty exciting. So has it got a bit big on you? Has it surprised you? Yeah, it absolutely surprised me. I don't really know what I expected, to be honest, but I didn't expect as many sort of conversations and um, congratulations and all the rest. I think I sort of come off the high of the comeback of the knee and then felt like I was just getting back into normal normal life and normal footy and all of a sudden this one popped up and um, it's exciting. I think my whole family are going to be there, which is really special to me and um, you know, I've got my grandparents coming who haven't been able to get down to a game for a while and um, just little moments like that that make it really special and, um, yeah, extra exciting. And honestly, I just can't wait to sort of have them there watching the game. It's going to be, yeah, a great day. That's nice. That's beautiful. And you mentioned the knee. So the return from the ACL at the start of this season, I mean, has it gone as well as you could have hoped for, you know, on a personal front? Yeah, I sort of went through the whole recovery not really knowing what it meant for me. And I think um, my big thing leading into round one was really not to put pressure on myself. Um, It was very easy to get caught up in the whirlwind that was the the return of Bree and the return of Britt and the return of Collingwood's midfield and all the rest that was sort of pumped up externally. And um, I sort of just tried to keep my head down and try and keep it as normal and natural as I could, which was really hard, to be honest, because... Every second conversation was asking how you're feeling or asking if you're nervous. And mm. um, I'm really glad sort of just to sh- shake the shackles of all of that and to sort of just be able to just learn to prepare again and enjoy the process again. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky that I had such great support throughout that whole process that I am in a really good position now to feel good and feel like I can just get back to playing footy and sort of put all of it behind me. We don't talk about it a heck of a lot, do we? Because people do mean well when they ask, but it's such a mental fight as much as a physical fight because you have to live the conversation and the injury almost on a on a daily basis, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I sort of chatted to a few people when they asked me after the game how I was feeling, and you're right. It's such a, um, uh, you know, Nobody means it when they sort of have the conversation or whatnot. Everybody's just genuinely interested and genuinely cares. Um, and then you sort of go through 18 months trying to forget where it happened or how it happened and all the rest. And in the lead up 
to the 48 hours leading up to the first game back, I was scrolling social media and all of a sudden I, I saw the incident again. And sort of these little things that you sort of try and put to the wayside for a little bit. Mm. Um, but again, like it is, it's part of the parcel and um, that's also part of being an AFLW athlete now is people externally do care about that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, it was challenging and um, personally probably a little bit overwhelming at the start, but we got the game out of the way and then we got the first win on the board last week and now we can just keep the wheels rolling. Yeah, and that natural apprehension, I imagine, that, that everyone has when they come back from a long time out of the game. I mean, you have that coming in, but now I imagine, has that left you now? Yeah, I think I'm just able to feel more natural out there. I think um, you, you can't hide away from the fact that those feelings and emotions are there, specifically in the first game. Um, but I was really pleased that going out against Frio, I really felt a lot more free and a lot more like myself and sort of those those feelings and emotions that were there leading up to round one sort of weren't there in the lead up to round two. And um, now it's sort of nice that there's a different type of lead up and nice way to forget about it again leading into round three. So just on that first game, um, did you feel like you faced the benchmark in Melbourne in round one? And, and what did you take out of it? Oh, absolutely. Melbourne are phenomenal. I think the way that um, they connect with each other, the way they move the footy, their ability to play team footy um, is probably the pinnacle of AFLW at the moment. But I felt like we really took it to them in that first half specifically. And um, they probably outran us a little bit in that last half. But that's going to come with time, I think. Um, you know, Mel- Melbourne are, are at the top and we're trying to bridge that gap. And I genuinely believe that we're getting there week by week. Um, and I know that sounds very cliche, but I think we mm. put together a more full game against Fremantle. Um, and again, that's two rounds. We have another eight to continue to build. So if we're able to build, then hopefully we close that gap and can come up against them again later in the season. Yeah, really promising signs against the Dockers that you touched on last weekend. And you're back at, obviously, Victoria Park this Sunday, as I said. Do you enjoy playing at the traditional home? Oh, I love it. There's genuinely something special about it, and it's not necessarily the ground itself. It's the people that they that it brings. It's the energy it brings. It's the the passion that comes with people who support Collingwood coming to Vic Park. Um, it's really special. And internally, we've done up a nice little piece for the women's team that you sort of run past as you run out. and You really understand what Vic Park means for Collingwood. Collingwood's such a big club and there's so much history and it's such a powerful club. And I think Vic, Har- uh, Vic Park's really the heart of that. Um, and to have our own little women's section that really embodies sort of everyone that's come before you know, the current team um, is pretty special. And just speaking more broadly, Britt, because you're as well qualified as any being, you know, the fact you're a foundation player, you've been at Collingwood since the very first season. How have you seen the evolution of the league? Yeah, I think specifically if we think back to that first year, the part that nobody really reflects too much on was in that first year, it really was just get the best players from any local team and chuck them in different teams and Mm. hope that they succeed. Um, and, you know, that's a really difficult dynamic for anyone to manage on top of that. Then all of a sudden we're trying to be elite athletes or be professional. And um, a majority of us were just local footballers before that first year. Um, so I think the biggest growth has come through us understanding what it means to be an athlete, what it means to be elite. Um, through that as well, you have sort of younger girls, specifically probably I think the 20-year-olds at the moment, they're the girls who came through with Pathways 
that had genuine, you know, um, resources and coaches and um, experiences. And now all of a sudden they've had that pathway. They've come into the elite environment. They have two or three, you know, two to three weeks, uh, sorry, two to three years under their belt of being elite and being professional and in this environment. And you're really starting to see them um, showcase their stuff now. Um, you know, we're coming up against Charlie Robot on this weekend. I think she's one of the poster girls of, of that pathway that has sort of been built mm. from those first few years. Um, and then with that, there comes, you know, new eyes and different people wanting to be a part of it. We have a real community and family feel of the AFLW, which is really cool and exciting. And, um, you know, I've been coaching down at um, a local footy club and instead of it just being, oh, you know, one of the parents is going to take one of the kids down, every single parent takes all three of the kids down because they don't have to just sit their bum in a seat and watch the game for the full time. There's still opportunity for them to run around and be kids and be at the footy and enjoy that experience. Um, and I think that sort of grows the fan base, but then, yeah, the opportunities and the um, experience then helps us grow the brand of footy. Yeah, yeah, and it's growing all the time. And there has been a lot said around pay and season length, and we, we do await the confirmation of the CBA, but it does include a guaranteed season increase next year for the women. Were you among those to, to really push for that, Britt? Uh, absolutely. I endorse everything that the AFLPA do for us. I think that they always have our best interest at heart. And um, Each club has delegates. I'm not one of the delegates for our club, but I'm definitely, I guess, one of the senior leaders of the club that wants growth for our um, our brand and wants growth for the girls and um, for our competition. So I'm absolutely endorsing, you know, the work that they're doing and hopefully it continues to grow year after year and, um, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see sort of how that CBA rolls out. Yeah. Now, just on the work that you touch on there, I want to ask you what you're doing away from the football club because it's quite interesting. Can you tell us the work that you're doing in the community, you know, as a caseworker? And are you doing a work in, in some work in a prison as well? Yeah, um, I'm sort of juggling a few different balls <laughs> at the moment um, outside of being a footballer, which is nice, but all of them are in the community sector. So I'm doing some work with the Magpie Nest um, program, which is part of the Salvation Army, um, which is in the housing sector and helping people to find um, well, to secure a, a roof over their head and continue to be a advocate for them and whatever it is that they're facing, whether it's sort of, um, you know, in, in, on an individual base or a family base. Um, and I'm also working with um, the Ladder Foundation, which is the AFL Players um, charity, helping disadvantaged young people sort of find their way, I guess, trying to re-engage them into the community in some um, aspect and, doing some work in at Ravenhall Correctional Centre as well, doing recreation rehabilitation with the guys in there, which keeps me busy, but I love it. Hey, great to have you on, Britt. So a big congratulations from us. 50 games on Sunday. Uh, look, I'm sure you're looking forward to it, as are your family and your, and your teammates. Enjoy the day, and obviously best of luck for that in the season to come. Thank you. I appreciate it. Britt Benici there. And for those texting in, the games aren't going to overlap. So tonight, AFLW 505, the start down at GMHBA, Geelong, North Melbourne, leads in nicely to the AFL semis, Carlton and Melbourne. A break. Back with more after this.